Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod in the locker room talking all the latest in sports. Uh, Today we're going to cover the Matt Stafford trade from Detroit to Los Angeles. Uh, We're going to talk about what the Bengals need to do at number five. There's a few scenarios that have been talked about. Uh, We're going to talk about where Baker lies in the quarterback hierarchy. Uh, We're going to get into the uh, Super Bowl preview, of course. Um, Special guest for that. Um, we are going to get into everything coming up here for the next weekend. But before that, you know what? I We never talked about really the James Harden trade. You know, we haven't really talked a lot of NBA so far this season. It was but playoff time in the in the football. Yeah, world. yeah. It was, it was really hard to focus on anything other than the playoffs, especially, you know, you had a team in the playoffs. So, but, but man. They, they 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 really all three kind of clicked for the first time. What was it last night? I think. Yeah, yeah, against uh, the Clippers. Actually, it was a great game. I, don't, I mean, I didn't. Honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and say I watched the entire thing. I only got to watch uh, the the end of that. The I think three or last quarter and a half, which was pretty fun because it was back and forth. Um, but that's gonna that's that was a good game. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I, I've been in the camp of, you know, like that's a lot of talent on a team, but is it going to work? Um, you know, there's a lot of weird personality situations going on in there and, and all that. But, but you know, there have been games where, you know, Kyrie was just like fucking AWOL, like just well, gone. Oh, yeah. Well, that was before Harden got there. But Kyrie's been insane since returning from his little mini vacation. Yeah, I, I'm not scared of Kyrie at all if Drake's having a party that day, though. Like other than, he won't he won't play, but uh, yeah, there there's there's quite a bit of, you know, chemistry to create and, and things like that. But last night really looked like the first time it had clicked. You had had games where you know Kyrie was out and you know, KD and Harden played, or 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 Harden was out and KD and Kyrie played. But that that was the first time I think since it all happened I've seen them. I think click all three together and and it was it was against the clippers who are who are no slouch you know i we were in the group chat the other day and i was like man the clippers were like the the nets last year nobody's gonna beat them they got too many people it's so great and now the poor clippers who just wanted to be talked about don't get talked about anymore it's all about brooklyn now the the difference in from what i think that you're talking about for instance with being a Cavs fan with lebron on the team you know for all those years so I'm still a Cavs fan, but so the trades that we seem to talk about is like, okay, these guys don't have the chemistry yet, but you see the Cavs give, doing trades where, okay, you're adding Jordan Clarkson, okay, you know, now you're adding uh, Jay Crowder, you know, or you're adding... That was the day LeBron was like, give me a whole new team. <laughs> you're not talking a, a big star. This is, uh, this is already KD and Kyrie... And now you add James Harden. And so I think this is different because of such the, the big talent that James Harden is. Yeah, but they're, they're all so fucking weird and, like, in their own heads. And, and, like, you know, Kyrie's, like, fucking – he thinks the earth's flat and he just leaves the team and says, I'm not playing because I don't want to. KD's the kind of guy that, like, fucking argues with people on the internet through a burner and now just publicly. And then, you know, Harden – 
he didn't have like too much of a weird personality thing. I just think like he was like fat and then he wasn't fat and like he got out of there. And most of that was to get out of Houston. It's just, I, I don't know, man, nobody was supposed to beat the Clippers. The Clippers were like the old bulls last year and they were going to walk through everybody and all the same shit that happened when Kawhi signed and the Paul George trade happened. And they blew a three, one lead completely different and blowing fucking double digit leads in the play. How is it different? It's just, it's completely different. You they're the same team. You, they're just the story what, of this what year. What team ever, what team ever has had three top five scores? I watched the fucking Thunder with Kevin Durant, oh, Russell stop, Westbrook, stop, and James Harden in the fucking playoffs. Stop. The only time – this is my thing. Stop. This this is my thing. First, we all know that Harden's overrated. James, Hold on. James, you, you're talking James Harden in Oklahoma City who didn't even get a name until he got to Houston, first of all. Otherwise, well, They gave up an traded. awful lot to get a guy without a name then. Um, he just he, – he was nothing like he is now. No, he needs a stack. And James deck. Harden is far from overrated. He's like KD. He needs a stack deck. He's a top five scorer in the league. I'm in Houston. I want Kyrie's Dwight Howard. Top, Kyrie's a top five scorer in the league, and KD is the best scorer in the league. I'm not. I'm not arguing any of that. So then, what? Are, what is the point here? You don't think that there's chemistry? I just. You can't just roll a basketball out with those guys and go win a championship. Everybody is like now. The, the you know the, well we and you the, have what so so let's discuss this on air yeah. me and you have a hundred dollar bet right if it's Nets Lakers we have a hundred dollar bet right I thought it was the field but okay. then we, okay. we okay. tempers okay. tempers kind of evened okay. out okay. after but the trade. Hold on. but I but I came back with this I said okay we can do the field you can have the entire field yeah but that's that's too many bad outcomes for me and more good outcomes for you no no I'm saying you get the entire field so when the playoffs start you get every team except the Nets. If one of those teams win, I'll give you a hundred bucks. If only the Nets win, you give me two hundred bucks, and you get all those teams. Yeah, but see, then in in the end result of the bet is either me winning a hundred bucks, me losing a hundred bucks, or me losing two hundred bucks. Yeah, but all <laughs> you got too bad. All you got to do, all you got to do is all that has to happen is the Nets have to lose. I don't think the Nets are winning the playoffs or the the, the finals. I, okay. I don't. I, okay. That's not to well, say well, I the, guarantee the Lakers. So the, uh, it, so the other bet was this too. Okay, if the Nets win, a uh, hundred bucks. If whoever else wins, a hundred bucks. But if the Nets beat the Lakers, it's two hundred bucks. I'll do that. All right. But but what I, what we never we were like group texting about it. But now we're in person. So what happens? We make this bet, but. The Lakers lose in the Western Conference Finals, and then or the Nets lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. If the Nets lose, do you just pay me a hundred bucks when they lose, or if the Lakers lose, do I just pay you a hundred bucks already when they lose, or do we no, wait for it all? Like, how no, does that no, happen? no. So here, here, here's the way it works. If because you're getting the field, if I'm giving you the field, but you got to take the two hundred dollar bet. So if I'm giving you the field and the Nets lose, I owe you a hundred bucks. If, um, if you're taking, if if so, all right. But now, if you're, but then you're taking if it's Lakers and Nets, and the Nets beat the Lakers in the finals, I would owe you two. You'd owe me two hundred. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do right. So, fine. so you get the you get the field, and if anyone outside of the outside of the Lakers win, well, I'm sorry, so anybody you, outside of anybody the Nets, the Nets you not, get a hundred bucks. And if the Lakers beat the Nets, do I get a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks? No, you get a hundred bucks because I'm also giving you. Well, okay, thirteen okay, other teams. Okay, okay. There's got to be an incentive for me to take, to take only okay. one team. Yeah, then then it's on air. It's 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 done. We're shaking on it. It's done. All right. And I'm the taking moment, the Nets. You're taking the field. And Nets when, beat the Lakers in the finals. It's two hundred. When the Nets get fucking bounced by Philly in the playoffs, I'll take Apple Pay, Venmo, Cash App, whatever you got. 
I just don't buy ben, it. I, ben Simmons from three. <laughs> shit. He might. No, look, they should. And I've said this to you numerous times. They should win. The, 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 they should win it all just based on those three they guys are on the team. going to win it all. And everybody said that about the Clippers last year, and the Clippers fucking laid an egg. That's, so, they're they're hold the on. same thing. Let's not, the flavor of the please, year. let's not compare Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi's great, but let's not compare Kawhi Leonard and PG-13 to... Oh, everybody was on the Paul George train until he played in the playoffs last year. Everybody. But, uh, Paul I, George was a top Haven't guy. we talked about every year in the playoffs what Paul George brings? Pandemic P, baby. Pointless P. Okay, you're not. You're going to get the best of Kyrie. Oh yeah. By the way, if he shows up, by, by the way, if he's there. By the way, and this was agreed upon before, barring a big end. If there's a big injury, obviously deals off. Well, I said big injury to LeBron, AD, KD, Harden, and I'll even give you an injury to Kyrie. But if Kyrie just packs up for some yeah, fucking Kyrie reason and doesn't pa- decide right, to show that, up in the playoffs, I'm not fine. getting penalized for that because he might. That's fine. That's he's gonna fine. smoke weed in a tent. Yeah. Somewhere. If Kyrie goes off to Wonderland again. It don't count because we 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 know what we're getting. In but like major injuries to those guys, I think should make sense yeah. because we all know yeah. how they impact an NBA. Game. Well, obviously, I'm not going to take the field if one of them's out for the season. Yeah, yeah, that's stupid. You know, but now there is word too. Now there's mixed words that maybe Zach Levine ends up in Brooklyn. There's I doubt that, and then there's mixed emotions or mixed people saying that Andre Drummond ends up in 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 Brooklyn. I don't know. But. I could see Drummond. I don't see any way that they trade for Zach Levine just because I don't think there's any way they could keep him with the money he wants to make beyond this year. They mm-hmm. might be able to make it fit this year, but how? I mean, maybe they do go all in like that to win one. But Drummond, I, I still I still think the Cavs would be able to trade him for something rather than having to buy him out because I don't think that he can go to Brooklyn unless he's bought out and then he signs on the cheap. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. And there's so many weird ways of – yeah, the NBA shit's really weird. I mean, if I was the Cavs, you got a playoff team. I mean, you know what I mean? You got a playoff team in the East. You're not going to win it, but you have a playoff team in the East. I would probably keep drumming. Um, but then again, the way the NBA works, when you start getting to that last year of that contract and you can trade, you know, some of these big stars, you know, you can end up getting picks out of, you know, or or something. So you can understand. I can understand the Cavs doing that. If you know, if they're not going to extend drumming. Then you might as well trade him and get something for him. But I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna keep him because I think Jared Allen. I think that's the that's the guy they're gonna try and you know have there in the middle. Um, I mean, yeah, but I just I, I don't know. I just don't see any. Yeah, I don't I don't see any outcome where it would be advantageous for the Cavs to buy him out. No, I, I would make no sense. I mean, I just don't, and I don't. I, there's there's a hard cap in the NBA at some point, right? Like, I don't, yeah, I would think I would think that I would think that that's not. A, a huge possibility i don't know how that would work but then again there's so much shit that can happen in the nba i just don't know all i know is this the nets and the beard are getting that first championship you're like a huge nets fan all this oh uh, whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know you know why i like the nets you know why i like the nets same reason i liked houston dude if he gets to the foul line 85 times a game and all that. He's he's Why? he's a great scorer. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, he is. But he's he's he, a walking triple double too. And I'm taking like I take he assists. I, no, no, no. If I'm he start, had a triple double last night. If I'm taking if I'm starting a team, I'm taking Anthony Davis over him. I'm taking Kawhi over him. I'm taking LeBron over him. I'm taking Giannis over him. Take, I'm if you're starting a, a team, you're taking LeBron over him. 
Well, I'm saying like this year, not. Well, you're not. If you're even if I'm you're start, talking about even if you're starting right if you even if you're starting a team this year, you're not taking LeBron over him. He's going to give you another ten years. But it's probably going to give you like maybe three, four. I, I'm not talking. I'm saying for one year, guys in their current situation. Not if I'm starting a team for the future. I'm just saying if all the NBA players were in a pool this year, like a fantasy draft. You, there's a lot of guys. James Harden. Hard. James Harden is looked down upon you guys because of what he does to draw the foul. The and but that's just the NBA. That's what the NBA has done. They've made it to where. You touch a guy and he, you know you, you you fucking flinch at a guy and it's a foul. Now they take it away in the playoffs and all his fucking nine step fucking fadeaways. It, but they take it away in the playoffs and to me that's kind of the unfair part because you've given him you've given him the call all season long and then you get in the playoffs and he's built his game around your refereeing. To make his game better, and then he don't get the calls. And so do 900 other players. No, not like, not like him. Not like him. He doesn't do dick in the playoff. I'll never forget him. He's Look, they it. have the fucking stack deck Warriors, the KD, the Clay, the Steph, the Draymond Warriors on the road. Wasn't game just him. seven. Wasn't just And him. then Chris Paul gets hurt, and mm-hmm. fucking Harden comes out and lays a fucking egg. He has wasn't never just, lifted what, a team. Wasn't just him. What was it, 28, 29 straight missed threes? Something like that. 20-something, I think. He was, but a, not, he was a big part of that. Well, yeah, but not just him. They fucking laid an egg. I've never seen Harden lift a team like. But if we want to get into that, have you ever seen Anthony Davis lift a team? Yeah, the Pelicans. He took them to the playoffs. Taking the Pelicans to the playoffs alone and winning a series is fucking magical. The fucking Pelicans. Now, I, now, now I'm just in shock. The now Pelicans. I'm, he took the Pelicans to the playoffs, even though James Harden took the fucking Rockets to multiple Western Conference Finals. Yeah, and then get me fucking Dwight Howard. It doesn't work out. Oh, Dwight's got to go. Okay, get me Chris Paul. You, you, me Chris you're, Paul you're, can't get along. You are hyping go. up Anthony Davis for winning a playoff series or just getting to the playoffs, but not giving James Harden any credit for making it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Who final. else was? Who else was on those teams? I mean, well, that, there was multiple years. I mean, you had a year with Chris Paul. He had a couple years, but that, that's my point with him. What what leads you to believe it's for sure going to work with Kyrie and KD when he said, go get me Dwight Howard? He got Dwight Howard. Because it didn't work. Go get me Chris James Paul. Harden, me Chris Paul. It didn't work. Go get me Russell James Westbrook. Harden me Russell no Westbrook. Even, Joe, James Harden is no longer even – James Harden is no longer the number one scorer on that team. And how long is he going to be okay with that? Well, at least this year when they win it all. I don't think he will, man. I think they know Kevin Dur- Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. Well, yeah, but why? So why is it just gonna automatically work with him when it didn't work with Russ? It didn't work with Chris Paul. It didn't work with Dwight Howard. Like it, he, it didn't work with anybody. Well, we got he was well, first off. And well, first about off, we've got to stop comparing Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul to Kevin Durant. I'm not first comparing off, them to him. I'm talking about well, James Harden's ask- personality. Yeah, well, you're asking why is he? Why can he do this, this, and this with guys that he can score better than? But when you throw in Kevin Durant, he's not as good a scorer as Kevin Durant. He might. He's probably second. I would. I don't know. Him and Kyrie's close. Like I said, they're three of the top five scorers. But Kevin Durant is number one. He's the best scorer in the league, and I think we agree on that. Um, seven foot can shoot over anybody. It's just, it's just, it's just Kevin Durant. And he's also now, he's a bitch too. He's not. He's not being asked to be the number one scorer, even though that's what James Harden does. I know that that's his game. But Kevin Durant is the one that needs the ball at the end. And Kevin Durant is the only one that remotely plays any kind of defense in, out of those three. Kevin Durant is one of the only guys. There's very few, maybe maybe not even – it might maybe on one hand is how many you can count. 
that can actually play defense on LeBron. KD can. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go as far as say he can lock him up, but he can definitely get his stops. No, he can give him problems. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the few. And he was playing some really good defense. Was it last night against Kawhi as well? And they don't get Drummond. Is DeAndre Jordan gonna 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 fucking lock AD up? I doubt it. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think the Nets, Clippers, or Lakers are are going to. I don't think that this is going to be the team you see in the playoffs. I think they're. I think they're all going to add pieces. Short short of Drummond, I don't know what other big men would be out there for 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 Brooklyn to go. You just to. never you just never know at the buy. And they who who do they got for fucking Alex Caruso? Nobody, dog. The bald Mamba. I'm not even going to respond to that. Man, people need to put some fucking respect on Alex Caruso's name. I, I they they should all this talent. I just something tells me that it's not. Dude, Kyrie Steve Nash wasn't the coach for a week, and Kyrie's already like, well, we don't really need a coach. Like, there's just so much dumb shit. We know going how dumb there. fucking Kyrie is. We there's know the so way Kyrie talks. Shit. It, it didn't matter. It yeah, and what's he gonna do when the coach? What's he gonna do when Harden dribbles too much and he decides he's pissed off? Worked last night against the fucking Clippers. Yeah, one time. Worked. But I'm telling you, when Kyrie decides that Harden's touching the ball too much, KD's already taken away. My Kyrie's the third guy on that team. He, oh, I he's he's I agree. unequivocally the third wheel now. How long is that going to be okay with Kyrie when he didn't want to be fucking, you know, little brother to LeBron when we've said on numerous occasions those two were like made to play together? How long is he going to be okay with that when he can wake up one day and be like, well, shit, I don't even think I want to play basketball anymore. I'm going to go to a party at Drake's house. Like, I, some you can't just tell me that it's just going to work because they have those guys without looking at who those guys are. And – I got I got smoke for KD. I'm gonna let you make a point, but I got smoke. Ja- for KD. James Harden last night triple double. Kyrie Irving 39 points. Kevin Durant 11 of 13, 28 points. And how often is that gonna happen? How often are you gonna get well all when you got well when you have three of the 30. top five scores in the league? That could happen a lot. Until it's the fucking somebody fucking passed the ball to the wrong guy, or or James Harden dribbled too much, or or Kyrie thinks that the fucking flat earth is tilted a little bit too far. And he, you like, don't need defense just, when you have that much offense. You always need defense. Not when you have that much offense. And everybody said last year that the Clippers had too much have defense. You ever, they didn't need offense. Honest and then they to lost God, to I, fucking Utah. I, I, honest to God, have you ever seen a team with this much scoring? Probably not. I mean, I think I think it's I think Golden State's super fucking close with the Steph and Clay and Kevin Durant. And yeah, and and when are we gonna stop pretending like Kevin Durant doesn't need a stacked deck to fucking win? Because we saw Kevin Durant in the playoffs I, against LeBron and he was crying to his mother by the end of the series and he had Westbrook and he had Harden. Harden wasn't what he was, whatever. And then he goes and he's like, Well, I got my fucking two rank what do you get? Two in Golden State? Well, first off, Russell Westbrook's good one every like fucking ten games. He wasn't back then though. Russell Westbrook was at the top of his game back then. He just nearing the Russell top Westbrook's of his game. problem's always been turnovers. Well, there's a whole bag of problems with Russell Westbrook. I'm just saying, KD all of a sudden goes to the Warriors, and you knew it was a weak-ass move. I knew Mm -hmm. it was a weak-ass move. Everybody said those rings were bullshit. So now what's he going to do? He's going to form a arguably better super team? It was was soft because the team had just fucking beat him, just bounced him. So now it's okay, and KD doesn't get any fucking smoke for this? This is his team. It was was just him and... Kyrie, now 
hard and serious. I mean, I'm sure he okayed it, but who's not going to okay it? That's just that's. Are we going to say Lebr- are we going to say LeBron's never needed somebody? No, he absolutely because has. he went to Dwayne Wade to to get a championship. But he's never had a deck stack like that. And when he did that to go to, and I'm not being a LeBron apologist here, but no, you are. When he well, when he went to Miami, he was answering the big three that existed in Boston. Okay, that that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. LeBron definitely has needed people. I'm not saying he doesn't. Everybody, need every, no one, no one in the, as good as they are, and as good as we can say, we know, and because we can say this. LeBron took multiple bad teams to the playoffs, the into the finals. finals, to the finals. Yeah, he he did, but he he in the end he needed help. Yeah, everybody needs help, but he's like to win a, just to win a, to win a championship. You know, his first one had Bosh, Ray Allen, who one of the best shooters of all time, and uh, fucking Dwayne Wade. And then he goes, then he goes to Cleveland, and he's got Kyrie, and then then they go get Kevin Love. Kevin and, Love wasn't near the level of any of the other two guys on the Brooklyn team right now, though. No. I, w- I mean, I would agree with that, but you still have Kyrie, you know? Yeah, that was LeBron and Kyrie. Kyrie and, hit the shot, LeBron gets the block, and, you know, I, and Love and then, gets the stop. And then Durant goes to Golden State, and then they run their shit Bullshit, weak-ass however, however long, and then LeBron goes to L.A. and teams up with every everyone needs Yeah, somebody. he had Anthony Davis, and then the third best player in that series of the finals this last year was Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Well, that was the third best player. Kevin in that Durant series. was also out for the season. Yeah, Kevin Durant was out for the season. So I ne- I have never seen. So if they go on and win a ring, all I'm going to think is I've still never seen Kevin Durant win one without a stacked deck. I've seen LeBron win one with a stacked deck. I saw him win one in Cleveland when he took down the 73 and 9 Warriors. That's not a stacked deck. They had the stacked deck. I watched him come win one in LA when all he really had was AD and nobody else to step up. All and he had was that, AD. <laughs> who else did they have? No, I'm just that that you know how crazy that sounds. All he had was AD. And he doesn't have yeah, but AD You're is just not sitting here saying I'll take AD over hard and I'll take AD over this guy and that, yeah. and that. come on everyone needs help everybody needs help but he didn't have the fucking two other best scorers in the league that we're saying that uh, that he had nobody has had that they had that in Golden State so and now gonna, they have it now so we can't I mean we're not going to fault him for going to get Harden you can't fault hey Harden's on the block let's not go get him but you're a fucking bitch and you're getting stacked deck rings it, that's all it is all that matters is come the end, come at the end of the year when the playoffs when it hits the finals the Lakers aren't even going to be there Who's going to take them out in the West? The Clippers. Oh, God, here we go, because they got good for a couple games again. No, I just think that the Clippers beat them. But it doesn't matter who comes out of the West because they're losing. I'm more worried about toenail Clippers than I am the L.A. Clippers. Yeah, well, you should be worried about the Nets because they're going to, they're gonna just like Stephen A. said, and he hit it, he hit the fucking, hit it on the nose. They're, co- they're going to coast through the East. <laughs> and they should. They're going to coast through the East. And when they need to, just like last night, they're all going to be able to turn it on. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Kevin Durant has a bad game, or if Harden has a bad game, or if Kyrie Irving has a bad game, because you got two other top five scores. Yeah, and it, and it shouldn't. Uh, all of the signs and all of the logic say that they should win it. They I'm will just not win it. sold that that group of characters is going to mesh well enough to win one when you get a midseason trade to add Harden in. I'm, I'm just not sold on it. I just don't, I, I just don't I think that there are the, the only threat to them in the east would probably Don't say Philly. I, that, who's I mean Miami maybe who's Miami's the, terrible this year. Yeah, but like who There's not. Who's I, I, There's not a, a a great threat Boston and eh, like I don't know. So they should walk through the east. They don't will. get me wrong. They they absolutely should. But that doesn't mean that they will. They will. 
just based on gonna, the fact that gonna, those are those guys. They're going to walk through the rest of this year. I doubt it. Watch. I'm on their ass every time they lose. I'll bring my Twitter <laughs> back for they're this gonna, and you and, and let's not act like, oh, Chad's this big Nets fan. You are the only. You can justify this as to why I like the Nets right now. I'm a big James Harden fan, and you liked the Clippers Every, last year. Everybody rips me. No, everybody rips me, and all this and that. They're going to say, "Oh, Chad, let's get it straight first. I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I want the Cavs. If, when the Cavs get in the playoffs and play, if they play the Nets, I'm going to be rooting for the Cavs. I'd rather have the Cavs win. But oh, if they lose to the Cavs but, in the playoffs, you owe me 150. But <laughs> with that being said, my favorite player is James Harden. So I think James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving win it all this season. And if they do that, my perception of James Harden changes zero. My perception of Kevin Durant changes he'll zero. He'll have that ring. It don't matter Kyrie. what you think because he'll be walking around with a ring. Then why did we get to talk so he'll much shit about as, KD for his have, rings if it didn't matter? He'll have as many matter? as AD. If it didn't matter, then why he'll have did as we... many rings as AD if then, he wins. Yeah, congratulations. After playing with a fucking Dwight Howard or Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook and all the other good teams that they had. Dwight Howard. <laughs> that, Dwight was at the top of his game when they signed him. Oh, stop. In Houston, Dwight, Dwight Howard was at the top of his game. He just left the Lakers. The Lakers gave up everything for him. He didn't resign. He went straight to Houston. He was shit when he got to L.A. He went straight to Houston. But that he was, was supposed shit to when he got to L.A. Okay. He hasn't worked since. He hasn't. Last year it worked. But he w- hasn't been shit until uh, until he's back in Orlando. Orlando was the last time he was any good. But when Harden, he got to L.A., he was shit. That's why Harden you guys said make it around. happen. Harden said make it happen. They got Harden his guy, and it still didn't work. And then he wanted Chris Paul, and he got Chris Paul, and it still didn't work. And then he said get me Westbrook, and then he got Westbrook, and it didn't work. So there's something. I don't know if he signed off on any of that. He, he, you think Harden didn't sign know. off on I, anything? I, I that don't know. I, I don't know because of how bad it ended. I guarantee he did. If, no, it, it if he's sign, if he's signing off on all that, and he's the one making those trades, he's the one giving the okay to make those trades. Why did it get so nasty? It got so nasty because they realized that okay, so we West, Westbrook wanted out. He he wanted gone. It wasn't working for whatever reason. Westbrook don't really, as you can tell, he don't really work with anybody. No, because Westbrook's a fucking asshole. He, I think it's his <laughs> game too. He's he, well, yeah, but he's also like, dude, he's like, he's always. Just, I was like, being screaming just, at just, someone. Barbara, Barbara talking about Westbrook for a minute. I was being told in our group chat that Russell Westbrook was better than James Harden, and I wanted to blow my fucking brains out. Right now, no. Right now, no. Last year, I don't think I was on that train. Two years ago, no. Three years ago, no. No, I think it's been. I think it's been probably three or four years since you could make that argument. That wasn't me. I don't. I don't think I was on that. What's up, T. Roy? (laughs) Oh, it was Troy. It was Troy. It it was, but he he's into some some exotic shit, you know. know. (laughs) Well, let's stop talking about you know the uh, 2021 NBA champions, the Brooklyn Nets. Jesus, and let's move on to our uh, our next topic here. Your Bengals, okay? I'm wearing my Mike Clown shirt. I know you guys can't see it, but I got a shirt of Mike Brown with a clown nose. They have the fifth pick. They have the fifth pick in the NFL draft, and we've talked in this, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. The fifth pick, sum up what what needs to happen here. Well, I mean, first off, they need to address their line in free agency. Right. And that that would impact what you did in the draft. But most of the topics that we're seeing as of late are saying some people are seeing Penny Sewell going as high as number two. Um, And that's been obviously the guy that Bengals fans and like myself have been calling for. And that's where it starts to get interesting because – 
out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Rayshon Slater is getting all this hype, um, the, the, the tackle out of Northwestern, to the point where people are talking about, should he be taken over Sewell? And I don't really understand that. Smokescreen. I, I, out of nowhere. And there's a few guys like Daniel Jeremiah and, and a couple others that have been on the Slater train consistently all year. But, but broad spectrum, I didn't hear about Slater until like a week ago. And I, I just don't understand why he's sliding up. But what the Bengals don't need to do is freak out and reach and draft him at five because Sewell was gone because that's how you get a Billy Price. They wanted Hank Ragnow, who's a badass center in Detroit. He was gone. They panicked. They took Billy Price. Billy Price fucking sucks. First and foremost, I think they should spend as much as much money as possible and get as much top-tier offensive line tap. T- talent as possible and i'm still working the joe tooney angle i am now connected to um a gentleman who's friends with somebody that is married to joe tooney's uh if this don't brother. go through our podcast is just gonna fucking be shit <laughs> i mean <laughs> are we that good anyway <laughs> but i'm t- I, I i i didn't get any intel from him or anything he didn't tell me which way yes or no but he said that he could find some shit out for me um but i you know and there i, I think taylor martin's one of the the higher rated offensive tackle uh, free agents that are going to be out there. Um, So do you, if let's say that they sign Tooney, they sign Martin or another solid left tackle. They kick Jonah to right tackle. They send Bobby Hart to fucking Sweden. Um, Anytime I talk about Bobby Hart, I like to talk about trading him to a different country. Um, But um, so let's say they do that. They're going to have to address the center situation um, with, with Hopkins being out. So let's say that they do that. Let's say that before the draft, the Bengals have done enough in the fans' eyes or, you know, your eyes as a non-fan, whoever, to say, okay, they've done enough to address their offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. Let's say they do. Mm-hmm. And then and then even if they have, I say they still take Sewell. I think, you know, I think probably by the time free agent signings are know are, are being done most teams know whether or not they really have a shot at a guy it's the draft anything can happen but i think most teams move forward with their free agency with a pretty solid general feeling of if they're going to be able to get a guy at their draft position so i'm going to go back a little bit because me and you agree that they need to spend in free agency and they need to spend on the offensive line we were talking about this a few days ago so I started looking. I was like, you know, what offensive linemen are out there? And to get one of these left tackles would be, in my opinion, not so smart because a lot of them are older, you know. So Trent Williams is is probably one of the top left tackles out there, but he's older. I'm he's not, not coming anyway. I, yeah, I mean, I don't – yeah, he's, he's going to want to go to a, a contender. But, you know, so like Trent Williams, Russell Okung uh, – Villanueva from the Steelers is going to be out there, but he just had his worst year, and we just seen what Carl Lawson did to him. Um, yeah, he was bad. The, bad. the guy you Martin, the guy you mentioned, might be the best left tackle, but I'm and not, that's not sh- great. Yeah, and I'm not sure how good he is. So I don't know if I'm really sold on one of those guys over Jonah Williams, who I don't think is that great at left tackle. Um, so with that being said. I think at five, the the you have to hope uh, Penny Sewell's there. Um, you know, now when we talk about guards, you know, you do have guys like uh, Joe Tooney and 
Brandon Sharif, you know, uh, Sharif scares me, but you, you do got like Corey Lindsley from the Packers. Out I like there. Corey uh, Lindsley. Alex Max older. He's a center. Um, so there's guards out there. Um, but I don't see the tackle that you, that you, that you really need. I think, I think, you know, these teams aren't letting these good left tackles walk, you know, like yeah, absolutely. a team, like you don't see the the top guys released, you know, you, you, you would never see like an Andrew Whitworth released. It just doesn't happen. They should have um. fucking paid him. <laughs> Why'd you got to bring that shit up, man? I got banned from Twitter that day. <laughs> so that was a joke. I had to throw that in there. But, fucking dick. Um, I think they have to go left tackle. But with that being said, I'm with you. If Penny Swell's gone at four, you cannot reach for this kid out of Northwestern just because he blocked Chase some- Young. I watch a lot of people block Chase Young. Up. You you just you you cannot do it. I don't. I, this kid's this is this is smoke to, in my opinion. This is all smoke in my opinion. Hyping it up, trying to get his agent, you know, <laughs> Swell to drop because in my opinion, Swell's, you know, and Andrew Whitworth or Joe Thomas. I think I think this guy has Hall of Fame written all over him. And I, I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, but I think this guy's that good. Um, He's been getting Anthony Munoz comparisons. So the only, only Hall of Famer. So I don't know, man. You know, I I was thinking about this. I'm not sure that there's the left tackle in free agency. I'm not sure that. I here's what I would do. Okay. So you don't get a left tackle in free agency. You're at five. Sewell's not there. I'm not reaching. I'm going to try and get my left tackle in the second. I mean, you can find them. Yeah, I mean, you. I'm just going to try to because now I can't. I'm not taking this kid out of Northwestern over Kyle Pitts. I'm, I, I'm not doing it. And you know I'm big on Kyle Pitts. I've said for two years now that Joe Burrow would be good with a, a really good tight end, and Kyle Pitts is that good. I've been looking into him, though. i got some issues with him. Um, i got some issues with Pitts. So so at five for the Bengals, I think the best thing is if Sewell's there, and, and that's the pick. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. If Sewell's there, there should be no conversation. There should be no discussion. It should just be turning in your draft card – the clock doesn't hit four minutes or, you know, whatever the time. I think it might be ten minutes the first pick. So it doesn't hit nine minutes. I mean, that that's far and away the no-brainer. You do it no matter what. But the the interesting thing is, it. I mean, these are just mocks. These might be smokescreen. There are there are quite a few that I've seen that have Sewell going anywhere from the two to four range, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it, it, if let's say the Jets decide that they want to, you know, stick this out with Sam Darnold. Um well, they just got Becton. Yeah, on the well, right side. I, th- I thought he's playing. I thought he plays left tackle. No, I th- I'm pretty sure Becton plays on the right, and then they have Sewell on the left as the building block. Whether they keep Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold after this year or not, that's a hell of a building block for whoever you go get next. Mm-hmm. But do they fall in love with Justin Fields or Zach Wilson and decide to move on? Well, now? What if I somehow they get Watson? You know, and they want a left tackle. You know, well, or- they, somehow they get Watson. That second pick's going to be gone. <laughs> Micah Becton is indeed a left tackle. Really? I thought he was on the right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I wonder. I guess that would depend on where Sewell would play. Um, if he yeah, could, unless you or, can move him to the right or side. Or if Beckton could play to the right. I don't know. But, I mean, if they get Deshaun Watson, that second pick's gone. It's going to Houston. Yeah. So, yeah well, that's I mean, true, that, too. That wouldn't, yeah, that wouldn't that. even be part of the discussion. But so, so, so let's say Sewell's gone. They've done, you know, the best they could in free agency or, or, or whatever. I like Pitts. Pitts had a huge year in a shortened season this year. But, dude, he cannot block for shit. 
He lined up in the slot. He lined up outside. Mm-hmm. He did all that stuff. But dude, he can't block worth a shit. One thing, I, one thing, and I'm just going to use a Browns reference here. But when David and Joku uh, came into the league, he couldn't block for a shit neither. But and was he by, a pick at five? No, I mean he was a he was in the late first. But I'm just 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 to compare, he couldn't block for shit, and then he got with the Stefanski and and you know his tight ends coach and. Now he can block, so I think that. Well, we can't. I think that can be added into there, and we can't uh, assume coaching's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, but listen, you don't you don't want to, you don't want to not take the guy because he can't block because you're not with the Bengals. You're not going to see a lot of heavy formations anyway. You're no, going to see no. a lot more shotgun. So all he's really doing is helping the right side or helping the left side to, you know, a bump and release. You know, you know, not there shouldn't be a whole lot of times anyway. But CJ Uzama can do that. Yeah, but you can bring him in for those for those plays. You you can bring him in for those plays. Kyle Pitts is is rare, man. He's he's a fucking hell of a tight end. I'm sorry. Is he is he even a tight end? That was the thing. I mean, he might be a fucking receiver. He's so good. Yeah, and if he's a receiver, don't draft him. Draft yeah, a receiver. But I think, draft Jamar I think Chase. He, I th- well, I think he's coming in as he's coming he's in as a tight, tight end. end. Don't get me wrong. I just don't it know. How reminds me much. out of that guy out of who Michigan. Who was the Funches? Funches. Yeah, and he sucks now. Well, I know, I'm just no, I'm not saying that's the comparison. I'm saying body types. Well, size, the yeah. body type, you know, Funches end up never playing tight end. It was always receiver. Maybe he should have stayed at tight end, which was would be another. Well, he sat out this year too. He he would have had Aaron Rodgers this year, so who knows? But I I, I was really really on the you know no receiver at five thing. And Dude, if they take a receiver I am at on five, the, I'm gonna laugh so hard. I am on the no no Devonte Smith at all train, but. I don't – if they've addressed the line as best they can in free agency, Sewell's not there. You're not sold that Pitts can be like a true tight end. I mean, I don't – I mean, what do you do at that point? I, I just don't – And I said this, and I said this also, you know, in our Plus, we might sign ago. Zach Ertz. There is so – there are so, so much bigger holes on the Bengals than a receiver. The, the defense, you, I mean, I'm not sure that receiver room's the, all the, that good. The, the defensive line, you need an edge rusher. It, it looks like you're lo- you're going to be out on William Jackson the third, and you know who knows what happens with McKenzie Alexander. So it looks like you're going to need a corner. I think you still need linebackers. Like I said, the whole entire defensive line, you need an offensive line. The one spot that, well, obviously you're not going to go running back. You don't need it. Um. Unless it's in the later round, just because that's how running back work. I don't think you need a receiver. There's, and I know some people are going to say, okay, let's do best player available. Take the best player available. If it's Chase on, then then take him. I I disagree. There's there's just too many holes to be adding at an already good position to just load it up and then suffer, keep suffering on the other. I don't shit. think the wide receiver room's all that I good, do, man. You got you got Higgins and Boyd. That's you it. Got, you got Higgins and Boyd. That's it. Yeah, two but, receivers. With the way that the Bengals were running it, with we bitched about the five wide. Well, constantly. you never know what you're going to get out of, and not only that, and not, gonna get hurt and not only that. If you have two receivers, you can get a receiver in a later round. You can you can get not Burrow's you, best you, friend you from college, number cares? one receiver from college. Who, who gives a fuck if it's, his, if, it's his, if it's his fucking wife and she knows how to play fucking? I, I don't give a shit. His you don't you don't need hot. a fucking you don't need a fucking receiver. There's way too many holes. But who I mean who's the defensive lineman you justify taking at five? The best edge rusher right now that, that I've been seeing is Quiddy Pay from Michigan. And yeah, I don't I, I haven't looked deep he's in, not I haven't looked good. deep into it yet. I'm just saying at five there's gonna be plenty of players available. 
plenty. You know there's going to be a run on these quarterbacks. You but, know Lawrence is gone. You're probably going to have uh, Fields gone too. Yeah, at least three Wilson. there. So I mean, maybe Wilson. There's yeah, Wilson probably. I mean, there's going to be a run on the quarterbacks like always. There's going to be they're, they're going to have their pick of the litter outside of quarterbacks sitting right there. But if but if Sewell's gone, we already said you can't reach. So what are they going to address on the offensive line at five? Well, I, I'm not just saying. Saying offense, I'm just what I'm saying now is you don't need to take a receiver. Do you then turn to like a Patrick Sertain Jr. at corner at five? Maybe. I mean, I there like I said, there's so many holes where receivers just dumb to me because, like I said, later later in the draft, if that's where you want to get another receiver, you know, or later in free agency, there's there's going to be so many you know so many players available. There's not that many good receivers in free agency. There's we we talked about it, I think on the last this episode, draft is loaded with receivers you could, though. You could you could slide in there. I, I but I'm just if Sewell's gone. There's not really any pick right there that I'm absolutely sold on. Not with Jonah Williams. I mean, I would like to know the Bengals' thinking of Jonah Williams. I, you know, obviously we'll never know, but I wonder if they think, like, we think Jonah can play left or, okay, we need to get Jonah back to the right side. I would like to know what they were thinking. Well. Because if they think Jonah Williams is going forward, then that's hard telling where they go. Gladly, I think we have a much better offensive line coach and run game coordinator to either – help Jonah play the left side like he should or be smart enough to be like, I think I could put him on the right and be better, and then Bobby Hart is fucking gone and we ship him to Kuwait. Um, I, I think that the the offensive line is in a much better coaching place than it was. I, I don't think anybody ever thought Jim Turner should have had that job. Um, I'm not going to hold, you know, playing or coaching the Jets against Frank Pollock for, you know, a year or two. Um, so I mean that that's the thing with this five this fifth pick it's it's really tricky they don't need a quarterback um, you know that they, they need the left tackle if he's there I think it's a no brainer you take him you kick Jonah the right side and you move on but if he's not there I, I can be okay with a Pitts pick I'm not fully sold on it I can be okay with a Jamar Chase pick I'm not fully sold on it I I mean I I'm not at all sold on taking you know an edge rusher like a Quitty Pay at five. Um, as a Michigan fan, um, I, I don't know of any defensive tackle prospects that are dominating anything. You're getting you're getting Reader back as it is. There's just not there's not a, a, a lock solid. I am completely sold pick right there, which is another reason why I wouldn't be mad if they traded back and got a few more picks. Yeah, if, I think if, that, I think that's a good option too. What can you pick up a second? Like, a third like I round? said earlier, there's so many holes to where dropping back. You know, however many you know, five, ten spots and getting extra picks i, I would, wouldn't would be mad at that at all too. yeah if, if if as long as soul's gone you know if soul's your guy and he's not there at five and you're like fuck let's regroup somebody's going to want to trade up for one of them quarterbacks you're sitting right there at five where it could happen trade back get more picks and I, more I, holes. I i wouldn't be mad at that at all um just just with the holes that they have to fill but it, and all and just, of this just for the record if it is a receiver, I think Devontae Smith is the best receiver. But Well, here's whatever. my thing on Devontae Smith. Jamar Chase had his amazing breakout season at 19 years old. Jamar, or Devontae Smith didn't have his till 23. I I think Chase is Chase more explosive. Chase has also sat out, sat out this year. So, you know, how much rust is there or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, you always have that to work with. I just I think that if they do go receiver, I think they'll go with the younger guy that Burrow's familiar they're gonna with. Go they're going to gonna the, try to appease him. Yeah, that, that, um, they will. But if, if that's the way they go. But all of this. After what Devontae Smith just did and winning the Heisman and all that, I just I think he's the best receiver in the draft. He's already 23, though. He's getting old. 
Um, I, all of this is, of course, based on if Penny Sewell's gone. If Penny Sewell's gone, there should be, no, like I said, no discussion. But I don't yeah, know. Nothing, I, we agree with that. Five Sewell. Nothing's really going to sell me at five if Sewell's gone. I, I, I just There's nothing there. I think I, I think I could get on board with a Pitts pick. I, I am more likely to get on board with a receiver now than I was two weeks ago, just after looking at some things. But I, I definitely I don't I don't know I don't want to reach, I don't want to reach for Slater. I know that for sure. I think you just you you fuck yourself. You Billy Price yourself. So yeah. that's my thoughts on that. Obviously, free agency is going to have a big uh, impact on that. But you know, a guy like Tooney can play tackle. Is he going to sign to be a tackle? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Don't do that. Um, you know, well he he lined up at tackle pretty frequently for New England, but he's not a left tackle. So you he's would a, assume all pro guard. And, and you keep and I'm okay with rolling into the right guard being Quentin Spain next year. I saw enough from him mid season. If they re-sign him, he you know he could stay. So I don't know. Plenty of stuff to to look at there. We got plenty of time before the draft comes up to get into the rest of it. Those are just my initial thoughts on it as I see things right now. So next up, my team. Okay. The reason, the only reason we were talking talking about this is because of the whole Twitter Twitter going crazy about Baker for Watson. Would the Texans do it? Do Browns fan? And then Baker responded and said, "You know, pretty much, pretty much, Baker's all about loyalty. We know about this." And said something about so called Browns or something. So it brought up the the discussion of is Baker Mayfield a top ten quarterback after this year? Dude, I and you brought up the Twitter thing. I have been like barely on Twitter, limiting my Facebook lately. It's been so fucking refreshing and freeing. So I haven't seen a lot of this, but I did see Baker's quote. So is Baker a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now? Right. He gets so much shit. And we we've, we've talked Did you see about when that. Josh Allen threw that ball at uh was it at the Chiefs, dude? Can you imagine if Baker would have done that? Oh yeah, yeah. To, to start the the fight that happened afterward, yeah, yeah, that would have been he would have been dragged. But if, if I'm coming off of this year, last year, now, or yeah, well, this current year, are we saying you can even use the, the older guys? So this isn't this okay. Is, that's what I was getting. This ready to isn't ask. a who or how are you building your team? Because I think. Definitely, if you're building your team now and you're taking out a lot of the older guys, I think a lot of people's taking Baker top ten because yeah. you know you're cutting out your Breeze and Rogers and Bra- you know what I mean. So Breeze, who's overrated right now? Right now, is Baker a top ten? This season was Baker a top ten quarterback? I'm is going, he a top ten? I'm going to tell you guys this season that I would take in in order. To, to 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 play for my team not for the future no, you know this year like we said i'm going mahomes i'm going aaron Rodgers, i'm going tom brady i'm going josh allen russell wilson i'm going russell wilson i'm going kyler murray sean watson is going to be there watson is there who even though i think watson is a little bit overrated but not 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 super overrated um so what am i at five six seven and that's where it really starts getting kind of muddy. Yeah, I think here, I think that, I think this. Is, I think the right there is where Baker could find his way into those three slots, and and it, I wouldn't die on a hill to argue mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, see, so so I do think Baker's a top ten quarterback. When I'm a Browns fan, I could be a little biased, or a lot biased. So I'm definitely taking Pat Mahomes, definitely taking Russell Wilson, uh, taking Tom Brady, taking Aaron Rodgers, taking Deshaun Watson, 
um, taking Josh Allen. Those are the seven. Um, and then I'm not I'm not I'm not arguing with a whole lot of people. Now I was on Twitter, and I and I refrained myself because I keep being told that Carson Wentz is better than uh, than Baker Mayfield. Like, um, and how did you, know, you did you, you didn't get banned again? No, no, no. Well, no, I, no. I just <laughs> I stopped talking. So the thing was this though. So here's the thing that gets me, and here's the funny part. This and I didn't even bring it up because. You know, I, I, I'm I'm mellowing myself out, man. You know what I mean. So I'm not arguing with that. Next band's gonna be longer. I, I, I just said, I just said, you know, I'm just not arguing with ignorance because it's the same people. It's the same people that said after Blake, after Baker's bad season last year, how bad Baker was coming off of his great rookie yeah. season, and then this year was great. So Baker's also had only one bad season under bad coaching. So I said, yes, he's better than Carson Wentz. No, no, no. Carson Wentz just had bad coaching. So you were you were shooting the guy that shot. won the Super Bowl you, was bad coaching. You, you you exactly Doug Peterson who e- won a Super Bowl exactly a Super Bowl coach. So so you don't want the sh- they don't want the shots at you know they don't want they don't want the shots at Carson Wentz for having a bad year. But the second Baker Mayfield has a bad year, he's terrible. It's not coaching. It's not this. It's not that. You know. So I I didn't get in that discussions. We all know. Based off this season, Baker Mayfield is a better better quarterback than Carson Wentz. It's, yeah, yeah. It, to me, there's no debate. Not even going to get in that argument. So, back to my spot here. So, I am taking the same guys you're taking over Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson being one of them. I'm not having Kyler in there yet. I just now Kyler started the season almost in an in an, in an MVP type year. They did implode a little but, bit, but yeah, and then it and then it got real bad. They didn't even make the playoffs. Baker got better. Yeah, the Browns got better. The right, Cardinals Baker got, got better. Baker got better. Kyler to me got worse. I think at one point they were like what seven and three, seven yeah. and four. They should have been in the playoffs and didn't even make the playoffs. That's true. So I'm not, I'm not taking. I'm not going that far now. If you want to argue with me that um, you know Kyler's better than Baker, whatever that whatever. If you want to have that argument, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. You know, way. you know, I do think guys like Derek Carr. No, if you know, if, well, I'm just saying if they want to argue that, you know. Uh, Matt Ryan, I think Matt actually I think Matt Ryan's up there. He's had a good career. Eh. He had a lot of yards this year. It's just I don't know. I When your team If you want to say if you want to yeah, if you want to say I, Matt Ryan, whatever, whatever. Um What about Matt Stafford? I, no. <laughs> I, we'll get to him in a minute. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean we got a lot I mean, I dude, what is people jerking off about this shit for? Hold on, let's finish this. We'll get to that. We're going to talk about that trade. Uh, anyway. Baker's a top 10 quarterback. That's that's all I got to say. I, I I would have to really sit down and look. What through. about the? Let's let's do this real quick. AFC North. Where's Baker in the AFC North to you? Of the four. Oh, how's the list go? Based off what we saw last year, I think he's the best. I, so I go. I go Baker one. For just, for two for two. I I want to go Burrow just because he can throw the ball. We didn't know, see enough. Of but him. I didn't see enough of him. It's it's like saying. Herbert, I, I just I haven't seen enough from Herbert yet. If now if Herbert does that again, I would probably and Baker. So if the two have the same kind of identical s- seasons next year, I would say Herbert was probably better than Baker. Yeah, if he does it second, if he does it again, you know he did it one. Now the and tape's he's got on a new you. Coach, Everybody has that. A lot of people have that sophomore slump. Yeah. So you know what you know if you, even if you want to argue, argue Herbert, whatever. So right now I'm going. Right now going into the next season, I'm going Baker. I'm going Lamar. Just I I I was gonna say that too. Just, I, he can't fucking throw, but 
I know he can't throw. The way his team is. Yeah. Quarterback. It's built around him. Yeah. For his it's team. It's tough. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going Burrow third going into next season and then whatever the Steelers do, even if it's been, been. Even if it's been there. I like I said I, I'm I'm off that I'm off that train I think Ben's done I I don't think that he's playing 17 weeks and then going into the playoffs anymore I just I don't see it <laughs> no, we saw that yeah. 11 and 0 and they lied yeah. yeah so that's the way I'm going now but with that being said by the end of next year Burrow could be at the top I fucking hope so you know he could be he could be second we don't know yet we haven't what I don't what do he play seven eight played games seven and a half games yeah so I mean we just haven't seen enough yet. But that's that. That's the way I'm going. I I think Baker is a top ten quarterback. Like I said, I could maybe sit down and and, yeah. and edge him out of my yeah. Top I think 10. Any, if you had him from seven to like fucking thirteen or yeah, I, whatever. I'm not going to argue those last six people. But he has a chance to if he does this again next year to really shoot up that because if you get the guy that you got the second half of the season and, out of yeah. Baker Mayfield again next year, he's. I mean he's. He's going to move up to that. But but right now, if you told me he was in your top ten, I wouldn't argue with you. I could maybe edge him out a little bit, but probably not if I really, really sat down and looked at it. But to call him top ten right now is not anything that I would argue, but just just based off what I saw. He didn't start out that way, but but from what I saw, the total body mm-hmm. of work this season, he is. Yeah, and another thing that – and we'll get into this maybe next week, but we kept uh, – we, sometimes we penalize guys – because they have a run game. For instance, we talked about would we take Ben Roethlisberger or would we take Drew Brees? You know, who's who would we take over the other? Um, I said Ben Roethlisberger because, I mean, I know Brees has thrown more. He has the better stats. But Ben has also had a run game. And this is this kind of goes back and, to this. And like, good defenses. Right, and, and good But he's defenses, got two Super Bowls. Right, to be able to run the ball. Baker's in that same boat. Baker's not going to have the yards as, like, the top guys because – He's, you know, they're running for fucking two thousand well, yards. You know, uh, so and that can depend on how your team's built, but but with the way the Browns are currently constructed and run, you don't want him to have those yards. No, but he showed that he can also make the throws. Yeah, yeah, I think that he. And that was the th- that was the point with Ben. In my opinion, Ben has probably the best throw of all time back of the end zone to Santonio Holmes. I mean, only where Santonio Holmes can get it and win the Super Bowl. God, I was I was jumping up and down when Larry Fitzgerald scored that long touchdown for the Cardinals because I wanted Pittsburgh to lose so bad. <laughs> yeah, I but saw it was that a great throw. throw you know? I saw They're that throw on throw. Instagram the other day. They've been showing like Super Bowl highlights and shit. And I was like, God, dude, that that is one of, if not yeah. maybe the best. I, throw from of what all I time. can, I mean, obviously you got the Tyree catch. You got you got a lot of catches. Dude, that was a terrible throw. <laughs> but it, a terrible yeah. decision. Well, yeah, that would be a better catch, that was not a catch, throw. Yeah, but, yeah, but in the moment, I can't think of a better throw than. That throw by Roethlisberger right in the back corner, corner. corner. that motherfucker. Toe tat, boom, touchdown. Well, that's when Ben was still drinking beer and watching porn. Yeah, he fucked himself. Yeah, but like I said, we back to the the point. We can't take away from what Ben did is over his whole career because he's had a run game. No, no, no. I, I think most good NFL teams have a good run game if they get to the chance to win two Super Bowls. Now things are evolving more. The Chiefs don't have all that great of a run game. It, yeah, uh, no, they don't have a great yeah, run game. You know what game. I mean? But like, so yeah, no, nah, I mean, but they have Mahomes. I can make up for everything. There's teams that can do it, but overall, generally speaking, through the through the, the trajectory of, of Breeze and, and Ben's careers, running games were greatly important, so I'm not going to penalize him for that. I fucking hate Ben Roethlisberger. Don't get me wrong. One of the highlights of my life was being at the stadium while people were throwing beer cans at him while they carted him off. I thought that was fucking awesome. But realistic football fan speaking, 
I would definitely take him over Breeze because he's got two Super Bowls. If you told me I could have had Drew Breeze's career or Roethlisberger's career on the Bengals that I watched with stripes on their helmet, give me the guy that got me two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It's just is what it is. So so let's go to the guy that I we almost jumped on, but we didn't really we didn't get into it because we want to save it for now. Matt Stafford. What the fuck? Traded from the Detroit Lions to the Los Angeles Rams. In return, the Lions get Jared Goff and two first-round picks. And a third, right? And a third-round pick. So, <laughs> Dude, Detroit is gangster this, as fuck because they is, rob people. <laughs> this, is, this is where I almost wish you and I didn't agree because there's a lot of people it, it out there that— It would be a good argument. Th- there's <laughs> a lot of people out there that disagree with us. Open invitation to anybody who disagrees with us on Matt Stafford for next week. So, there, uh, for some reason, Twitter's going crazy, and now the Rams are the team to beat because Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford got out of the situation he was in and Detroit Lions, and, you know, he never had a good front office. He never had this. He never had that. He only and had now, Calvin Johnson. Yeah, and now they're the best team in the NFC next year. So Fuck your your initial thought, and well, obviously we can tell, but <laughs> – what do you make of this? When I first saw that trade, I was like, no fucking way. Like, there's no way Detroit got away with this. You want to talk about Detroit's front office sucking? They just robbed <laughs> the Rams. They look like fucking geniuses. They got the better quarterback out of the deal. See, you're going to get you're going to get shit for that I don't statement. care. My, my Twitter notifications are turned off. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, no, dude. Like, he – what the fuck? Look at stat. I don't have it in front of me, but I know that Matt Stafford's record against teams that are above five hundred is terrible. Terrible. Like like. Also, Matt Stafford's all time record sixty eight seventy eight and one. But if you ask everybody, none of this is his fault. Come on, man. He had. It's like you were saying in the group chat. He had playoff teams, and they're like, "Well, those teams weren't good." Well, they were good enough to make the playoffs. Right. And he never twelve years no playoff wins. Andy Dalton started getting dragged after year four, if not earlier, for not having playoff wins. Like, come on. Like, dude, I don't – What does Sean McVay just never want to have to work draft night? Yeah, I don't know. They never it, have first-round picks. They're always it, trading them away. Is it him? I think he's got a pretty strong say in how shit goes there. Over the last three years, over the last three years, Jared Goff – Thir- over 13,000 passing yards. Matthew Stafford, a little over 10,000 passing yards. So over the last three years, Jared Goff has more passing yards. Over the last three years, Matt, uh, Jared Goff, 74 touchdowns. Um, Matt Stafford, 66 touchdowns. Hmm. Over the last three years, Jared Goff, three playoff wins and a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, yeah, he got him there. Over his entire career, Matthew Stafford, zero playoff wins. Zero. But they they just keep telling me that this is a, this is what I keep being told that that's your answer to the stat guys. <laughs> that's the, to the stat. <laughs> that's to the stat guys. That's the biggest argument I've heard the for stats, Stafford is because stats you and I are the our eye test. Like, do you pass the eye test? Like stats matter, yeah. but not to, they're not you, the end all. Like, like we said, if you can run the ball and do other things, play defense, it doesn't matter. So. And so, and we're saying that with a better defense, and and where the, with the Rams have had, um, and and they had Todd Gurley for a while, a run game, yeah. So, so the so some of that was off of golf, and he still has the numbers. 
so I, I I'm lost with this. I I don't get the I don't get the love with Matt Stafford. I'm not big on this trade. I like you said. I think Detroit robbed the Rams. I, you know, I mean, could I be wrong? I guess I could. Oh, if you're a Lions fan, you should be over the moon right now. I know now. one thing. There's no more excuses for Matt Stafford. Zero. You know, I'll tell you this. Jared Goff has never played with Megatron. Uh, Jared Goff has never been able to throw it up to a receiver of that caliber. He's had Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks. And, and Robert Woods. For a minute. And, and that's the thing. They're like, oh, my God, he's going to go play with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. and Robert Tyler. Woods is still a thing? He, he's actually pretty good. But they, I, I didn't know that. They, so Robert, he's going to go play Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby. I'm like, is that much better than Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and T.J. Hawkinson? Calvin Johnson. Well, I'm just talking about for now. Oh, for for. And now. they're like, oh, he also he also gets Cam Akers. You know, well, Cam you what about DeAndre Cam Swift? Akers. <laughs> yeah, Cam Akers. Is no, Cam obviously Akers. the Rams defense is better. I I just personally. There's no more excuses. I mean, what's what's the going to be an excuse now? Oh, he didn't do this. The dude has had ex- now. I'll, I'll give it to him. He's a he's all heart, you know. But now he's starting to get injured some. But the eye test didn't has never passed for me. Obviously, the stats are there. But over the last three years, golf has better numbers. To me, this is highway robbery. Detroit wins that. Trip. Oh, dude, it is complete highway robbery. And, and and Troy, the, the the Rams fan of our little group, and I get it, I get it with you him. know, and and I've done it, you've done it, everybody that is a fan has done it. A move has been made, a draft pick has been made, a trade's been made, and you're like, okay, yeah, and you make yourself believe in it. It's natural. No, you're a fan. Well, it's no, they a fanatic. No, there's some people out there who just believe the stats. It's all about the stats. If you have the stats, and you can put up four thousand yards, you know, a fucking a year. You know, they, they they look past the fucking interceptions. They look past the, the win-loss records. Like, there's some people that it's all about the stats. Yeah. Not me. No, 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 because quarterback's the most important position on the field. And, and, dude, like, Tom Brady has won with nobodies. Like, mm-hmm. nobodies catching the ball. Peyton Manning won with Anthony Gonzalez's and Austin Collie. Oh, dude, Austin Collie. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Wes Welker is as good as he was when he left Brady. And he went to Manning. He wasn't all that good. Now he started like doing Molly and shit a lot, but that might have fucked with him. But no, dude, I, stats matter, but they don't. They're not the end all be all for me. Like the analytics world yeah. or whatever. Or, the or, stat or people up. say. The stat people will say when the wins and losses isn't a isn't a quarterback stat. You know, so apparently if you can put up four thousand yards, touchdowns, but you continuously throw interceptions in pivotal moments you're still a good quarterback well that's another thing too if that's the case i guess andy dalton's one of the greatest <laughs> yeah no shit right you know man. i mean because he had the, he has the numbers but he just didn't show up when the game mattered yeah ever <laughs> but uh, even but, this year but if Dallas. you're going by the stats they will tell you the stat people will tell you he's not as bad as you guys say but whatever you yeah, gotta I, win games for me man yeah i'm yeah. a browns fan you know what i mean i've I, i'm not i've never seen good quarterbacks but you you got to win some games. That's your job as a quarterback. Yeah, that's. It, I know it, it's your job as a team too, but yeah. So bringing us to our next subject, the, another quarterback out there, Matt Stafford. It cost him a quarterback in the middle of his prime and two first round picks. Where the fuck? What the fuck are you gonna? You got to give up for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Does 
I've seen they, this dude's going to have like seven first round picks. I've seen some people say that for whatever reason this isn't going to set a precedent in the trade. And if I'm Houston, I'm saying bullshit. It certainly does because I can be like that's the offer you're giving me for Deshaun Watson at 25, at or entering his prime. And Matt Stafford just got two firsts, a good quarterback, and a third, and you're going to offer me two first-rounders? Get the fuck out of here. I think it does set a precedent. Um, I think Watson moving, you're going to see a minimum of three first-rounders. A minimum. A minimum of three first-rounders. And that's if they probably throw in some other things. Like, uh, yeah, I know they want. I know they want some defensive guys is mm-hmm. what they've been saying. Okay, so I got this question. We know it's going to cost an arm and a leg to get Deshaun Watson from the Texans, and it looks like Deshaun Watson's going to be moved. Who's going to go get him? Who is maybe a surprise team where you're like, all right, watch out? Let me go first on this one. So I think ultimately he ends up in Miami. I I, I think Miami does have the the ammunition. Um, uh, The second team I would say would be the Saints. The Saints, the Saints are a hundred million dollars over the salary cap. Yeah, right but now. I, th- I, f- I just, I don't know. I know people will say though they can't do it with that, but it seems like you can always make something happen with moving pieces or or, or whatnot. Yeah, but a hundred million worth. Yeah, well, I'm sure Breeze is falling off the books, or you know, or, or I think he's. I think part of the problem is he's on the books for next year, even if he retires somehow, like his contract. Uh, is written so I don't. So I don't. So I never take that into play. Look what the Chiefs done. I mean. Yeah, Look they had what like Steelers have done for years. They had like a hundred dollars in cap space, and they re-signed Kelsey, re-signed Mahomes. Right. <laughs> so I think I think it's Miami. Now I don't know why I I don't know why the Texans would jump on Tua. I think I I don't know. I would try and get a three-way trade and get another pick out of Tua to a team that wanted him. Get a bunch of first-round picks. You don't see a lot of three ways in the NFL. Yeah, no, but maybe but they can happen. You know, I just think there will be a team that would jump on Tua. Why? Uh, but with with them getting that third pick and getting their pick back from the Dolphins, I think that could be your quarterback on with your picks. Well, the team that I say watch out for, and you guys, and you know how much this burns me to say, but I have said this for weeks now, ever since this shit came out, and it's the same thing as the Saints. They're over the cap. They don't have the money. They don't got this. They don't got that. Watch out for the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think so. Watch out for it's just this just seems like such a Pittsburgh move that that could be made. Even if it's given up a, I think I, I seen something they'd have to give up to it, which is okay. So say you give up to it and Minka, or say you give up to it and TJ plus picks to get Watson, but you get a top five quarterback. Whoa, so whoa, 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 so it makes whoa, whoa, so it makes whoa, whoa, sense. Whoa, whoa. Are you talking about the possibility? No, because JJ's gone. Two goddamn Watt brothers. Well, there's on the already same two team? in Pittsburgh. One just don't get talked about. He's a fullback. Well, fuck Derek too. But I'm talking about the the two most insufferable motherfuckers in sports. That's what T- I'm saying. They're talking about JJ leaving, but if TJ gets traded there, right, he's gonna leave. Right, dude. I will have a goddamn brain aneurysm if I have to watch <laughs> a football game where TJ Watt and JJ Watt are on the same team. It was already hard enough to watch when they were playing each other. So Shoot say, me in the fucking So say head. the Texans are like, all right, well, we lost Watt. We're getting another Watt. So say this. Say the Texans get to it, the the, the defensive player of their choosing, and two or three first-round picks, and they get Deshaun Watson. I would hate it. I would hate it, but that's – I don't know. Something in the gut tells me watch out for Pittsburgh. They're, they're not out of this. I – 
those are a lot of really good points. And as I've said before, if they're trading for a Minka or a a, a TJ Watt or both, I think that they would have to establish with their agent that they would re-sign there because both of their deals end at the end of this year. But assuming they will, it could get done. But I don't think Pittsburgh's going to do that to Ben. Yeah, I don't know. I Uh, think that they know he's at the end. I think – they know yeah, you're not going end. forward with Mason Rudolph, so you got to figure something out here. And I, I, if they if they keep it with Ben, Ben's a whiny bitch. They're not they're not they're not winning the division next year. No, they're, no, they're, but they're the only team that I think could possibly be on the decline. That organization, though, and what Ben has meant to them since '05. You know, we're talking 16 years. I just don't think that they let his exit from Pittsburgh be so unceremonious that they're bringing in another quarterback. Yeah, but I. what if they talk that out? What if they're like, Ben, listen, hey, we can get Deshaun Watson. I think Ben Roethlisberger understands that. He's no, fuck probably, no, he doesn't. Dude, I think he dude, does. That dude's a I, fucking sociopath. I think he's playing a year. I think, I think he knows he's playing one more year. I think this is his last year. But I think if they come to him, hey, we can get Deshaun Watson, you know, let's, let's work on a bio. And I think – that could possibly happen. I want to say, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you those, owe me $41 million, but you can go get this but, guy, yeah, so you he want can me to also, take 10? But he can, all, like, what, isn't it, like, he can leave and get 22 or something? Yeah. But still, that that's $22 million against the cap that they're yeah. in. And, and, and we know you can, I know it don't make a lot of sense. I just have this gut feeling, like, watch out, because it makes too much sense. And that could just be me worrying. <laughs> Sean yeah, Watson comes to the AFC North. Fuck. That would suck. I would prefer he goes to the NFC. Yeah, I, I say go to fucking the 49ers. Or I something. think the team that can make the best offer right now is the Jets. Second pick. Second overall pick. We'll give you Sam Darnold, too. They're saying Sam Darnold could go for a late first right now. Um, so, and, and if that's the way he's being valued, do you I tell I don't think you want Sam Darnold. I, if, I, if, I'm if, so I'm the, if I'm the Texans, if I'm the Texans and I got a top five quarterback, I am thinking about things like this. Like, would Buffalo be willing to come off of Josh Allen? Probably not. You could send an email. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, you know, and then you can send an email and ask. Deshaun Watson don't want to be here, so okay, I'm gonna go get a, another good quarterback. I don't think the whole Baker thing is that off when I say if 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 the Texans go, okay, Deshaun Watson don't want to be here, maybe we can get Baker and a pick. You know what I mean? But those are the, the caliber guys that I'm talking about. Or maybe it's now they're saying Derek, you know, or the Raiders could move on from Derek Carr. What if it's the Raiders, you know, want to move Derek Carr and get picked. So, I think you need to watch out for teams that are like, all right, quarterback for quarterback here. And I'm now I'm the Texans GM, and I'm like, all right, he don't want to be here. We got to get rid of him because he don't want to be here. He's going to cause a problem. It's going to be all in the media. Let me go try and get the next best thing. Here's the problem with that: Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause. Right. He well, can, he can have a lot yeah, of. He has to where choose his team. Yeah. But if, even if you're the Texans, like, are you? I mean, you could even be like, "Damn, we, you know, is Jimmy Garoppolo good enough to us? Want to be like, okay, give us Garoppolo, you know, a trade somewhat like the Lions and Rams just dude, did. A right, healthy give, San Fran with Watson. Oh, dude, that's that's crazy. So give us Garoppolo and three first round picks. Or I'm just throwing out scenarios here that, to me, as being the Texans GM, and I got to get rid of Deshaun Watson because he doesn't want to be here. The first thing I'm doing is going to the Bills. Oh yeah, for sure. And if I'm the Bills. And you think I, about it no, for a minute. Oh, dude, if I'm the Bills, if I'm the Bills, and it's Watson for Allen straight up, I'm thinking hard as a Bills fan. I'm thinking, whew, wow, yeah, how could you not? This, uh, yeah. 
I don't think that happens. Obviously, that I'm just you know throwing the scenarios out there. No, yeah, I think I think there's it would be much quicker to name teams that should not consider it than it would be to say teams that that should. The Packers should. The well, they're not going to do that. I mean, they're not going to. But, let me ask you but this. I'm saying, like, the only team that I can think of off the top of my head that shouldn't even entertain a Deshaun Watson trade right now Chiefs. is the Chiefs. Yeah, because they have Mahomes. And let me ask, or and I would say probably Seattle too. I just, you know, man, we've talked. I mean, we yeah. yeah. I, Russell gets he, Russell gets confused when all the the you know guys are on the front line and he don't know who's coming. Yes. But with that being said. I don't think they offer nothing. No, I don't. I think that's 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 one of the impossibles too. But aren't you? I mean, it's a top five quarterback. You got to be thinking like. So I'm gonna ask you this question. Oh, I already know where you're going. You with know it. what I mean? You know what I mean? So, and I know you think he's a little overrated or whatnot. So they say, hey, Burrow and a first here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yes, I have. To. I mean, I love Joe Burrow, man. I, uh, that's my guy, but. Yeah, come on, I mean, it's Deshaun fucking Watson. Yeah, it's I, like it's I've like seen it's like you get trounced as a Browns fan for saying, okay, yeah, I know Baker took us to the playoffs, but if you get Deshaun Watson for Baker in a first, why the fuck wouldn't you? Dude, I don't really have player loyalties like that. No, I my loyalty my to is good. to my team. That's yeah. why. That's why you suffer so much, and why well, I suffer so <laughs> well, long. yeah, but but that's why. I'm able to ignore a lot of the things that I don't like about LeBron James because right now he's on the Lakers and he helped the Lakers win a title. I my loyalty to my yeah, I don't team have loyalty to players. Trumps. I like players. I like players. There's guys I may not want to see go, but at the end of the day, my loyalty is what can get the Bengals a Super Bowl. I mean, it's literally like it's not as as big as, but it's literally like asking, hey, if you could get Patrick Mahomes for Joe Burrow and two first, or hey, if you could get Patrick Mahomes for Baker and two first, like fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, what, what do you mean? Like, I appreciate you. Baker. I'm not going to feel bad about it for saying, yeah, you know, he took us to the fuck playoffs. You know, I, fuck that, dude. The Browns, whoever's doing this, also, I was going to bring this up. They've got to stop selling the commemorative coin about the playoff wild card dude, playoff win, dude. That, yeah. You can't do that. No, dude, you do that <laughs> you when you win that. a fucking Super Bowl. Super Bowl only. But I also own a uh, Cincinnati Bengals van that is orange with black stripes, and on the back of it there are two uh, stickers commemorating the um, AFC Championship wins that we had. <laughs> yeah. But I, I inherited that van from my dad. I didn't put that on. So we got to <laughs> get to the last subject here. We, this is a fucking long episode. Dude, it really is. We got to get to the last – the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is Sunday. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. This is going to be a good one. This is this is going to be fun. It is, and uh, we we did this last year. I want to bring in our our, our betting expert, uh, a top fan and, and good friend of the show, Tim Combs. He's real big into the betting shit, so I want to bring him in. Uh, we talked about it last year. We'll do that real quick. Tim, what's up, man? Hey, how we doing, guys? Man, our our resident betting expert, degenerate gambler, whatever you want to go by. <laughs> degenerate gambler is probably better. <laughs> um, so uh, so. You know more about the betting side of things than than I think we do. Um, so first and foremost, where's your money going on this game? What are you betting? Well, um, Vegas needs Kansas City to win. Of course, a lot of money's a lot of money's coming on the Bucks just because of uh, they're the underdog. They've got a lot of money on them right now. So Vegas Vegas needs Kansas City to win. And I think I'm going to ride that gravy chain. I think I think Kansas City covers minus three pretty easily. Um, 
I like the Chiefs. Everything Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs over. Chiefs minus three. I. I feel like uh, I was kind of iffy about the Chiefs. I think they balled out last week against the Bills, and uh, I think the Chiefs is the play. So you get you got the Chiefs covering. Take take, take Chiefs everything if you want to win the money. But let's. What are the, I want? I like the fucking weird prop bets and shit. Um, there's some there's some cool bets you can bet on. There is. Um, like the, you can the, bet uh, on the coin toss. Yes, that's the uh, that's like the trademark one. Everybody, I mean, it's fifty fifty. So, um, I I go tails, but you know, <laughs> they say tails never fails. Uh, you can bet on the coin toss. You can bet on uh, how long do you think the national anthem's gonna be? It's over or under two minutes. Um, See, last year we were talking Lizzo, and we knew it would be long. Yeah, so this year it's uh, it's country. It's Eric Church and somebody else. So that could get drawn out, too. That that could get drawn out. Um, it's usually like a minute and 45 seconds is what it's supposed to be. But the over-under is two minutes, so uh, again, 50-50. Uh, I, stay, I steer clear of that bet. That's that's not one of my favorite ones. Yeah, uh, I, that, that, that's too uh, arbitrary. So there is a cool bet you can make. It's uh, over or under how many commercials people will be wearing masks. No shit. So somebody's wearing a mask in a commercial. Um, I think the over under is like ten commercials, which I thought I think that's a lot. But it's a uh, it's propaganda. They might be pushing the whole mask thing. So who knows? Um, that's Biden. <laughs> okay, we, no, we, we we said we weren't gonna go there. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. So, hey, Tim, do they still have the Gatorade color when it's dumped on the coach? They do. So, I was just actually looking at that today. Uh, so, I think the favorite last year was supposed to be red because Kansas City. Um, I think this, this year it's red as well. The Bucks and the Chiefs are both red. So, red could be a red could be – red is the favorite. It's like plus 100, so pretty much even money. If you bet 100 bucks, you'll get 100 bucks back. Um, I think the long shot was purple. So uh, that was like plus like four hundred. So I don't I don't think they're too high on purple. Uh, I think red's a solid choice. Red, orange, and uh, blue. That's like the three favorites. I still think it's Andy Reid. If they win, it might be barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I don't know if that was one of the choices, but if I can pencil something in, I, I I can talk to somebody. Yeah, throw ten bucks on that. Yeah, the barbecue sauce. I like it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you can also bet on uh, – I'm trying to think of what was – you know, a, a bet I actually really like is um, – it's not a prop bet. It's just – it is a prop bet player-wise. It's Patrick Mahomes. His over-under for yards passing is 327. I think it's going to go over. I think he's going to throw about 350. Uh, yeah, I'd take the over on that too. I think there's going to – now, uh, the Bucks. so watching the playoffs, obviously I didn't watch a lot of Bucks games, but watching the playoffs, you watch every game. Uh, the Bucks defense is good. I think the Bucks defense is is way better than I gave them credit for. Uh, they're kind of hitting their uh, their Patriot, uh, you know, win the last three or four games of the season, win three or four games in the playoffs, and here you are. You know, you win seven or eight games in a row. And now you're in the Super Bowl. So, uh, but I don't know if the Bucks can get into a shootout with the Chiefs. So that's I thought the Bills were going to do that with the Chiefs. They didn't do that with the Bills. Cost me a lot of money, a lot of fucking money. Excuse my language. <laughs> Oh, no, dude, we encourage it. <laughs> dude, the Bills killed me last week, or two weeks ago. The Bills annihilated at the, – the Bills killed me. Um, I thought they were going to hang in there. They got killed, slaughtered. I think I 
I kind of I think the same thing's going to happen in the Super Bowl. I think Brady will keep it close, but overall, like maybe 30 to 21. Something like that. Chiefs 30-21, 31-21. Tim, I got a question. I got a question real yeah. quick. For there's there's a lot of people that that don't gamble. So, right. for instance, say they follow your lead here and they take the Chiefs. Okay. Tell them like for instance, if you don't want to say how much you put on the Chiefs and then what's it pay out? So, if you bet on the Chiefs to just win, they don't have to win by any points, just straight up win. Right now they're at um, they're I believe they're at minus one seventy or one eighty or something like that in that range it goes up and down. So if I bet let's say a hundred and eighty dollars on the Chiefs, I will get if they win I'll get my one eighty back plus I'll get a hundred bucks. Or if say you if you have big money and you bet eighteen hundred dollars on the Chiefs and they win, you'll get a you'll get your eighteen hundred back plus a thousand. So Damn. the minus the minus one eighty is, you know, for every hundred and eighty dollars that you bet, if the Chiefs win, you'll get a hundred back. So if you bet three sixty, you'll get two hundred back, five forty, three hundred back, and so on. Now on the flip side of that, the Bucks are plus one twenty. So for every hundred dollars you bet, you will get a hundred and twenty back. So if you bet a hundred on the Bucks, they win, you'll get your hundred back plus one twenty. So that's why there's a ton of money right now on the Bucks. There's like uh, these millionaires that that bet these these ga- the Super Bowl games. I mean, money is just flooding in on the Bucks. So Vegas Vegas is really pulling for the Chiefs. Um, I'm pulling for the Chiefs, but there's all this stuff surfacing with uh, them getting haircuts and 20 people were exposed, and so ho- hopefully no one's out of the game or the game's not screwed up. But um, I, you know, as of now, if everybody plays, I'm I'm riding Chiefs. Usually Vegas does do not lose. Yeah, Vegas doesn't lose very often. So, uh, especially when it's like millions of dollars. So, if you start seeing a bunch of penalties on the Bucks, the fix is in. The Chiefs are winning. <laughs> the fix is in. That sounds about right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on, talking all the betting stuff. Uh, and I appreciate you breaking it down for people that may be beginners. Uh, quick shout out, man. Sure. You, you and Logan, I used to work with you. You guys just opened up a fucking huge trucking facility and shit right here in Dayton, bringing jobs to Dayton. So shout out to you guys for that. And tell Logan I got his appreciate hoodie pressed that. up. Yeah, he's been looking for that. Yeah, I'll have to link up with him here sometime, and I'll, I'll get it to him. But uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. We'll, uh, we'll holler at you later. For sure. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, yeah, Tim. See you, man. Good stuff. So I remember that last year, man, and that dude's a that dude's into the betting, you know. So he betting and like memorabilia, like cards and shit. He he knows it all. So let's get into our Super yeah. Bowl predictions. What, well, what what do you what do you think? How do you see this game going? I, I and I always said I wasn't gonna bet against Pat Mahomes, but for much longer I've been saying I wouldn't bet against Brady. <laughs> um. This is interesting. I'm going with with I'm going with Tampa Tom. I'm going with the Bucks. What's your score? I think that if the Bucks win, it'll be a close game. Um I think probably in the 31 to, you know, 34 type range. Like they 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 edge him out by a field goal because Brady got him into position late or or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh excuse me. I just if if the Chiefs win, I think it's going to be much more high scoring. Um, but but you know, 
hopefully they get Antoine Winfield back um, on on the defense there. He's he was been very good, the rookie out of Minnesota. I I'm too big of a Brady fan, man. I can't bet against Brady. I, I got I got Brady. 34-31, something like that. I'm going to go just a little bit deeper here. Here's my thing. Us, along with millions and millions and millions of people, believe that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Nobody I mean, the, should the dude, believe that yeah, he's not. I mean, the dude's been to 10 – this is 10th Super Don't Bowl. Don't tell me Joe Montana either. <laughs> yeah. So, his 10th Super Bowl. So, here's my thing. You're never going – the guy they're saying that could catch Tom Brady is Patrick Mahomes. So now you get Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Like the goat versus the baby goat. Exactly. And in my opinion, this is never going to happen again. You're not going to see you're not going to see Pat Mahomes and Brady in the Super Bowl next year. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's, Maybe it's, it will. It, I don't know. I, I, it's it's not going to happen. I don't, bl- well, I don't no, believe. No, because the Bengals are going to be there for the AFC. So here's my point. If Patrick Mahomes does not beat Tom Brady, he can never be considered the goat. Ooh, never okay. be considered the goat. He never took down Patrick the Mahomes. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Exactly, just like Ric Flair used to say. Woo! So for Patrick Mahomes to ever be the goat, he has to win this game. There is no if ands or buts around it. Tom Brady's the goat. You're coming. You're the closest thing to it. You know, playing right now. Much younger. Much but more. But if athletic. you ever want to be the goat. Patrick, you have to win this game. Damn. You gotta win this game. That's a good point. Otherwise, you will never, ever be as good as Brady was. To be the I don't care if you win more Super Bowls. I don't care if Brady ends with how many has he got right now? Six, seven? He's got six. six. I don't care if he ends with six and you get seven. And you lost head to head over Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You cannot be the GOAT. Brady's gonna be the GOAT before and after this game. But if you get to six and Brady's at six and you beat Brady head to head, even even with him being a forty three year old man, Patrick, you would be the goat. You would be the goat. You know that's, that's you would it. be the goat. But if you do not beat Tom Brady, you will always be in Tom Brady's shadow. You will never be the goat. That's a good way to look at because you always look at the the LeBron chasing Jordan, right? LeBron always says, "I'm chasing a ghost" because Jordan has moved on; he can't play. No, Mahomes doesn't have that. The ghost is still alive. The, the ghost is right in front of the you. goat is alive. And as we grow up, and as these NFL players grow up, you always want to be the best ever. But the saying is said, like Drew said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Damn, and I never you get of that. the chance, Patrick Mahomes. You get the chance. You are one of the rare occasions. To beat the goat of Tom Brady in the biggest game in the craziest year, you can be on your way to being the greatest ever if you win this game. But if you lose this game, it's over. It's already over. You will never, ever pass Tom Brady. That is damn good stuff. I'd never even thought about that perspective. Never even thought of it. With that being said. You got to start prepping me more before these fucking podcasts, man. With that being said, Chiefs 40, Bucks 30. Oh, wow. He's going to beat the GOAT by 10. But, 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 I'm rooting for Tom. I don't like to see good things come to an end. And if Tom wins this, I don't think he's done. I think he's saying he can play till he's 45 now. I think he's doing that. You know, father time and all this and that. Eventually, we'll catch up with him. But I don't like to see great things come to an end. I don't like to see Jordan retire. 
I don't like LeBron the person, but LeBron the player is great. I'm not going to like when LeBron tire, retires. Okay, now, I don't want nobody wants wanted to see Peyton Peyton Manning retire. Right, right. I like to see great things keep going, so I will be rooting for Tom Brady and the Bucks, even though I don't think they get it done. But with what I said with the goat talk, you got to win this. Pat, the pressure's on you. The pressure's not on Tampa. Tampa and the Bucks are underdogs. You got to go out there and do what you did to to Buffalo last week. Whew. Only thing you're you're going against now is the goat, a guy that's been there a million times, a, a guy that looks pressure in the face and slaps it. Okay, this is this this is this is Pat Mahomes' biggest game ever. Damn, I I, I completely agree with that, and I never thought about that. So we uh, we got that coming up. We will have a Super Bowl uh, review next mm-hmm. week, um, and and then um, we will. See how everything else falls out in the world of sports. Quick shout-out. Um, I want to shout-out my guy Tom Hughesby down in Kentucky. Um, won our free shirt last yeah, week, Tom. dude. It was close. He fucking Listening sent- all the way in Kentucky. Yeah, I didn't even know we had anybody that listened out there. There's a, a guy I used to work with. He uh, he sent me Duke Blue Devils like at, like, I don't know what he was doing up this late, but it was like 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he, he got the free shirt. I shipped it out to him. Um down there in the in the in the bluegrass state, so we're, we've crossed state lines. It looks like so that's good. Um, so yeah, get with us. We uh, we will have Super Bowl coverage. Um, you know, maybe uh, I'm looking for funny memes to post all the time. Maybe I'll get something good going on there. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, if you're still here, this has been a long one, so we appreciate it, and uh, we will we will see you guys next time. Locker room talk uncut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.